బైబిల్ ట్రెషర్స్ టాపిక్ ఎయిట్ స్పిరిచువల్ గ్రోత్ వెల్కమ్ టు ది సౌండ్ ఆఫ్ టెలికాస్ట్ ప్రైస్ గాడ్ ఫర్ ఆల్ ది కరెక్టివ్ టీచింగ్ విరిసీ త్రూ ది సిరీస్ ఆఫ్ టాక్స్ the subject we are considering during the last 8 weeks has been spiritual growth beloved when we talk about growth there are two aspects we should constantly bear in mind number one god's part in our growth and the other one is our own part in our growth now to look at what god's part is in our growth there is an excellent passage pictorially explained to us in book of hosea 11th chapter look at the first words when israel was a child i loved him and out of egypt i called my son and look at the third words i taught ephraim to walk taking him by their arms but they did not know that i healed them i drew them with gentle cords with bands of love and i was to them as those who take the yoke from their neck i stooped and i fed them you know god speaks about israel here and he says israel was a child i only taught him how to walk and i drew them with gentle cords and god says i stooped down and i fed him i believe this is true and equal for all of us but man's response to what god does for our growth varies from individual to individual now look at the 12th verse there we see the difference ephraim has encompassed me with lies and the house of israel with the deceit but judah still walks with god even with the holy one who is faithful god's love and concern for the growth of israel is just the same but only judah was responding to it positively it is on this background during these talks we are stressing our part in our growth and the topic that is before us is how not to grow so far we have studied eight lessons lesson number 1 do not expect to grow automatically lesson number 2 do not get stuck with the foundation Lesson number 3 Do not grow disproportionately And the lesson number 4 was again do not grow disproportionately as part 2 And the lesson number 5 was do not avoid difficult areas Lesson number 6 Do not consider adversity an obstacle And lesson number 7 do not ignore corporate growth last week we studied lesson number 8 do not sacrifice quality for quantity today we'll move on to lesson number 9 how not to grow do not sidetrack once again how not to grow do not sidetrack 
Beloved, as much as God is interested in our growth, the devil to that extent he opposes it by bringing in lot of deviations and distractions. Now that is pictorially presented to us in book of Zechariah, third chapter. Read the first five verses at leisure and it is such a beautiful picture. In the first verse we read, Joshua the high priest was standing before the angel of the Lord. Satan was standing at his right hand to oppose him. What was he trying to oppose? Look at the third verse. Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and he was standing before the angel. Now God wanted to remove the filthy garments from Joshua. That's what we read in verses 4 and 5. You look at the last line of the fourth verse, God wanted to give him rich robes. In the beginning of the fifth word says, God wanted to put on his head a clean turban. When God wanted to remove the filthy garments and give him rich robes and a clean turban, Satan was trying to oppose the entire operation. How do we understand it in our practical life? Beloved, at the start of our Christian life, we hate and abhor certain sins totally and vehemently. But in course of time, Satan tempts us to become lenient towards them. If we are not careful here, beloved, in our walk of holiness, we cannot perfect it. Turn with us to 2 Corinthians 7th chapter. Look at the first verse. There it says, Having these precious promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness, completing holiness, bringing holiness to full maturity in the fear of God. We can perhaps explain this from agriculture. Beloved, before sowing, what do we do? We plow the field and we throw away the stones. But when the seedlings are growing, we remove the weeds from the field. In other words, we do plowing before sowing, but we do weeding while the plants are growing. I hope the picture is now very clear before you. Beloved, if we are caught up again in the old sins and lusts, we will not grow unto maturity. That's what we have in 2 Timothy 3rd chapter. Look at the 6th and the 7th verses. Here there is a picture of certain women who fall into sins and lusts again and again. And these people, it says in verse 7, always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. In other words, they will keep on listening to messages, they will keep on listening to sermons, but they don't deal with the sins and lusts in their lives, they will not make any progress. This is what we call little foxes which spoil the wine. Especially when the plant is all of tender grapes, the little foxes will spoil the wine. Yes, beloved, we are repeatedly warned in the scriptures to be careful and cautious about our old sins. 
An excellent example is in Numbers 11th chapter. God brought the people of Israel out of the land of bondage, even the land of Egypt. God wonderfully and miraculously provided them with that beautiful food called manna. But they got bored with it. They became tired of it. And they began to think about the fish which they were eating in Egypt with garlic and onion. God is not against eating non-vegetarian food. That was not God's problem with these people. But they were not satisfied with God's provision of manna. Now that is spiritually illustrated and interpreted for us in 1 Corinthians 10th chapter. You should never miss it because all these things happen only for our own warning. Sixth words. These things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they lusted. This is illustrated by Apostle Peter in his second letter. You know what he says? If you are again going back to the old sins that you forsook one day, it is like a dog returning to its vomit. Or it is like a pig that is again going to wallow in the mire. And Apostle Peter warns for such a person, his end will be worse than the beginning. What a warning, beloved, that comes to us so personally and practically from God's holy word. Yes, beloved, growth stops the moment we begin to backslide. But if we repent of our backsliding, again there will be a flourishing growth. Look at book of Hosea, 14th chapter. Look at the first words. O Israel, return to the Lord your God. When you return, you know what is promised. Look at verses 4, 5 and 6, so beautiful, we will read it for you. I will heal their backsliding and I will love them freely because my anger has turned away from him. I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall grow like the lily and lengthen his root like Lebanon. And his branches shall spread. And when you look at the seventh words, you know what God says? Middle portion, they shall be revived like the grain and grow like the wine. God again restores and revives and replenishes our growth. If we are not careful here, maybe you are a minister of God. Your ministry will expand, but you will not experience personal growth. A sincere servant of God, he dismissed and set aside his ministry for a while. You know what he said? My ministry has outgrown my character. Beloved, ministerial success many times blinds our eyes to see our defects and our backsliding. Another area where we may sidetrack is that we may slide into worldliness from spiritual mindedness. Apostle Paul specifically warned the Philippian believers against this. 
When you find time, read book of Philippians, third chapter, from verses 13 to 16. That passage is about personal spiritual growth. He says, I am reaching forward. He says, I am pressing upward. He says, all of us who are mature, let us have the same mind. What does he mean by thinking otherwise? People who have their belly as their God and all the time set their mind on earthly things. And against that background he says, but our citizenship is in heaven. He is calling people back from worldliness unto spiritual mindedness. That is why, beloved, those people who are caught up in the prosperity gospel, the health and wealth gospel, usually do not grow personally and spiritually. That was the case with that character called Demas. He was going along with Paul for quite some time. But at some point of time, he was not able to proceed any further. He loved this present world and his deserted apostle Paul. Apostle Paul serves a clear warning to the Corinthian believers also in this context. Turn with us to 1 Corinthians 15th chapter. Look at the 33rd words. So how clearly and specifically and pointedly and practically he brings out this warning. Do not be deceived, evil company corrupts good habits. What does he mean about evil company? Look at the 32nd words. He is talking about some beasts with whom he, were, he was fighting at Ephesus. And who are those beasts that he is referring to? Look at the 19th words. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men the most miserable. Beasts don't think about tomorrow or future. People who think only about this life and not about the afterlife, they are like beasts. And he says, I fought with them at Ephesus. Yes, beloved, the plant keeps growing, but it does not become fruitful because it gets choked by thorns. And that's what Jesus referred to in the thorny soil in the parable of the sower. The plant is still alive. It is still green. But it is not bring forth fruit. Why it is choked by the thorns of the deceitfulness of riches and cares of this world. That is why we have Psalm 1 beginning like this. There is a man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. And who stands not in the way of sinners. And who sits not in the seat of the scornful. Because they are all worldlings. They all the time think about this world. If a man avoids that company, and he will become a tree that is planted by the courts of river, and he shall bring forth fruit, and he will be flushed with those beautiful leaves. Yes, beloved, avoid worldliness if you have to continue to grow. Don't sidetrack into worldliness. Now, the third reason for sidetracking is doctrinal deviation. Now, that's what we read in book of Galatians 5th chapter. See what Apostle Paul is lamenting over. 
seven words you ran well who hindered you from obeying the truth oh you were doing well you were going well you were running well everything was going on all right with you what is the problem who stopped you and he says in verse 1 you have again come back to the yoke of bondage and he says in verse 4 that you want to be justified by the law and you have fallen from grace how did it happen that's what we read in the book of galatians second chapter and the fourth verse the false brothers they secretly brought in this heresy into the church in galatia beloved beware of strange and novel doctrines beware of questionable practices and experiences beware of extra biblical revelations this is the last warning apostle peter served as you come to his second epistle second peter third chapter look at the 17th and 18th verses you therefore beloved since you know these things beforehand beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness being led away with the error of the wicked on the other hand what should you do Galatians 18 verse But grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Don't sidetrack into doctrinal deviations. There are doctrinal deviations are within Christendom. But there are also so many cheating philosophies in the world against which we should guard ourselves. That's what we are warned against in Colossians second chapter verses six to eight. So many philosophies are in the world, but they are not according to Christ. But beloved, all the fullness of Godhead is in Jesus Christ only. Another thing we want to add here before we conclude this talk: don't get into eccentric emphasis of any one particular doctrine. For example, all the time talking about water baptism, all the time talking about speaking in tongues, all the time talking about divine healing, all the time talking about separation from sinners, but ultimately leading to seclusion. Growth should be into Jesus Christ. It should not be into something, but it should be into Jesus Christ. don't have inquisitiveness into the secret and hidden things also secret things belong to god if you keep on trying to look into things which are not seen which are all hidden ultimately you may become like the people in the church in thyatira what did they do they got into the depths of satan these are all things which sidetrack us from our growth in jesus christ how not to grow Do not sidetrack. God bless you.